helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Life Transformation Show. Today's show is titled Symptoms of Social Media Addiction and How to Overcome It. Maybe you are one of many in a relationship with a spouse that you feel are too attached to their tablet or cell phone. They take it everywhere with them, to the bathroom, to the garage, and yes, even to the bedroom. Or maybe you are a parent who have been observing your child's social media usage and thinking, is this normal? This could not be normal. Maybe she is addicted. In today's show, I'm going to present this topic in a way that answers these and many other questions. Questions such as, can we really be addicted to social media? Or what are the symptoms of social media addiction? What to do if we or a loved one is addicted? Or what does the Bible have to say about social media addiction? Yes, the Bible does speak about social media addiction. And we are going to be seeing that as we go through this show. We'll also be answering the question, what psychological needs does social social media meet? And we'll also be looking at the spiritual needs that are being met through social media. You're going to be surprised as we look at social media from a spiritual perspective. But we are also going to be looking at prophecies about social media use that is found in Scripture. So this is going to be a very packed show today where I will be looking to answer all of these questions. If I don't get through all of these questions today, then maybe there will be a part two. But I am going to be seeing if I can go through this show by answering the questions that I have named. But before I go into today's show, let me welcome all you listeners, you're the faithful listeners that have been joining us every Monday morning at 9.30. But I also want to welcome my first-time listeners who may have stumbled upon this show. We want to, to thank you for listening in and asking you to stay stay tuned to this station because you're going to be finding this show very interesting. And maybe like many others, you will become a fan as well. Before we go further into this show, I want to give our contact information and to say a little bit about Elam Counseling Services. Elam is a professional counseling organization that provides professional counseling from a Christian perspective. You can call us at 1-877-544-3546 or you may go to our website elimcounselingministry.com Elim is spelled E-L-I-M counseling with two L's ministry.com We would be delighted to hear from you. And yes, I want to remind you also about our upcoming retreat. And it's the weekend of June 5 to 7. People are registering and as you know, for those of you who have been listening for a while, we only take 12 guests to this weekend retreat. This is a fantastic 
fantastic time for rest, renewal, and rejuvenation of your Christian faith. So again, the number is one 544 Well, when we talk about uh, social media, let's get right into the topic today, social media addiction. The show today, as I said in the opening, is titled Symptoms of Social Media Addiction and How to Overcome It. When we talk about addiction, I like to go to what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 12. In that verse of Scripture, Paul, writing to the people at Corinth, said, All things are lawful, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. So here we have the Apostle Paul saying to the people at current, the believers at current, I should say, that there are some things that are not right or wrong, but they might not be expedient to be used. And that as we use or as we do certain things, we are to make sure that we are not brought under the control of the things that are in the gray areas, the things that are not considered sinful. So, in my opinion, social media usage is one of those things. I don't think there are any believer or many believers, I should say, who would say it's a sin to use social media. But I think there is a way that we can use social media that gives it a control over us, that makes it dominate our times, that, as Paul says, brings us under its control. And that's what we are talking about tonight. Social media, today I should say, social media addiction when it becomes a problem. So let me say that social media is very hard to disconnect from today because it is meeting a very deep social need. And I think that need has been created as our society evolved from being a society in which people were connected to being an individualistic society. So we have moved away from community over the years, over the last 50 years, where Whereas before, people would know people within their community. They would know the names of their neighbors. They would socialize a lot more. But we have drifted further and further apart over the years because of technology, because people have the means of traveling far distances to work, and they are not working in the community where everyone is known. So the the, the development of technology to travel and to go great distances has also separated us from connection, from, from being a community in the truer sense of the word. So we have become an individualistic society. So that created a need for connection a need that we are born, we are born to connect. Babies come out of the womb holding on, clutching on to 
to their mother's fingers. If you put a finger in front of a baby, they automatically hold on. They need to connect. And so this gap that has been created due to the development of technology has now been met through social media. People can connect. So people through social media, the psychological needs that are being met is that people feel that they're again part of a community. As people drifted apart over the last 50 years, people became isolated and they were not known by their neighbors. Social media creates this sense of I am known. I am a person with a name or a username for that matter. People know who I am. And so people have this sense of community. They have this sense of being known. So this is why social media has become so addictive because people, it's meeting a very deep need in our society. So when it comes to whether or not social media can be can become an addiction, I would like to refer to a study that was done by Harvard University. And what this study revealed is that people who use social media often that there is a part of the brain that is being activated, the same part of the brain that is activated during substance use, such as cocaine. So yes, you might have been right in thinking, this person seems to be getting a high from social media use. There is actually studies that are showing that the brain area that is being activated is the same as in cocaine use. So people are in fact getting some kind of high from the use of social media. But it's not just the content that are on the media that people are attacked are addicted to. They're also addicted to the process of holding their cell phone, of turning on, pressing that button on the computer in the same way that cigarette users are addicted, not just to the the, the smoke of the cigarette, but even just the touch, even just the feel of the, the cigarette. Holding the cigarette becomes part of the addiction. So people now are actually addicted to even the feel of their cell phones. And so in in one study that was done, they said that when people were, a study that was done by the University of Maryland, they, say, they said that many of the, the, the students who had their cell phone taken away from them felt very anxious, extremely antsy, miserable, and jittery. And the study also went on to say that in in it it's becoming so much more an addiction now that the term Facebook addiction is searched three hundred and fifty times more than cigarette addiction online. So yes, social media addiction is a real thing. It's not just it's 
not just uh, the use of the overuse of something, but people can actually be addicted. Have you ever seen uh, people in church where they just have to have that cell phone in their hand? I know many times we are reading our scriptures from the phones now, but there are some people who they just have to have that phone ho- being been in their hands, holding that phone in their hands, even though they are not reading anything from it. Or you might see from time to time, they just check to make sure that the phone is in their pocket. This could be this kind of rush that they're feeling, that their brain is saying, you need to connect with that thing that you are addicted to. So the fact is that we are all at risk for this kind of addiction. And and put it this way, if you're addicted to, to social media and you're trying to stop, it would be the same thing like an alcoholic uh, working in a bar and trying to quit drinking. It's very hard because social media has become so much a part of our lives that it's at work, it's in the churches, it's everywhere that we go, where we have it before us all the time. So it's becoming harder and harder for people to disconnect from social media usage. And so let me uh, go on to discuss another area, the signs. I said also that I would discuss the signs of social media addiction. What are some of the signs that you can know that someone is addicted to social media? Media. So I'm going to go through a list, and if you can identify with these things on the list, uh, you might be addicted to social media. So here we go. Do you spend a lot of time thinking about social media or planning to use social media? You're thinking about it or planning to go on social media even when there is no need to do so. Do you feel urges to use social media more and more? Is it taking up more and more of your time? This is a a, a process of addiction that's called habituation. And habituation is when you need more and more of a substance to get the same effect. So an example of that would be someone who gets a high from one glass of wine but then after a while, one glass doesn't give that feeling anymore. So they need two glasses of wine in the evening. And then after a while, two glasses doesn't work. And so they need to go up to three glasses. And so the, 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 the brain has become habituated to the substance. So the brain requires more and more of the substance. So if you are feeling that you need more and more of social media and it's taking up more and more of your time, it could be a sign that you are addicted. If you have just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Show. I am your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services. And today we are talking about social media. And the topic of today is symptoms of social media addiction and how to overcome it. If you have missed the first part of today's show, you can find it by going to our website at elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. 
or you can call us for more information about how to access this show or our services at one 544 3546 So I've just been talking about some of the signs that you might be addicted to social media. Another sign is do you is that you should ask the question, do you often try to reduce your social media without success? Have you tried to say, well, I want to cut back. I realize it's taken too much of my time, but you just can't seem to do so. You keep going back and using more and more social media. It's consuming more and more of your time. This is a very common a sign of an addiction. People with addiction often come to this place where they realize that something is wrong. It's taken just too much of my time. But despite the fact that it's taken too much of their time, they just can't seem to stop. The next question you should ask yourself to see if you're addicted to social media is, do you become restless or troubled if you're unable to use social media? If you were told that you're going to be at a cottage for a weekend and there would be no social media uh, connection for that weekend, would you feel lost? Would you feel as if something is wrong? Would you feel as if a part of you is missing? This could be a sign of an addiction. And the next question you should ask is, do you use social media so much that it has had a negative impact on your job, your studies, or your relationship? If people around you are beginning to complain that you're on social media too much, it's probably a sign that you have become addicted. So, what are some of the ways that you can fight this addiction? If you have listened to this list and you go, that's me, I can identify with everyone. Well, I hope not every one of those signs, but if you can identify with some of these signs and you realize I need to stop and I can't seem to stop, one of the effective method of treatment that can be helpful in fighting social media addiction is cognitive behavior Therapy. In several of the studies that have been done, cognitive behavior therapy has been shown to be very helpful. So this is a form of therapy that uh, focuses on cognitive processes, that's a cognitive, and also on behavior. So a good cognitive behavior therapy can help you to modify your your behavior over time so that your your need to use social media will decrease and become normal again. So the strategy, though, is that if you are trying to stop or if you're seeing a therapist, you should start by setting realistic goal. You're not going to go from being on social media eight hours a day to cutting down to an hour a day it most likely is going to be a gradual process. The mistake that many people make is that they go, oh, I'm coming off social media totally. I have been on it for too long and I just want to get this out. I'm I'm selling my cell phone and everything that I have. That doesn't work because what you have just done by taking that drastic step is to create more desire and eventually you will fall to the usage 
again. So you're going to need you're going to need help most likely because, as I said, it would be like an alcoholic working in a bar that's trying to quit drinking because social media is all around us. So most likely, if you're addicted, you're going to need the help of a good cognitive behavior therapist to be able to help you to stop. If you're trying on your own, another thing that you could do is to make yourself accountable to others. So you can do things like, I am not going to carry my phone into my bedroom. I'm going to be giving it to uh, my partner to be in control of at a certain time of the night. And you can be accountable to that person uh, for how you use that cell phone or to make sure that you follow through on your promises. I think also, though, it's also very important to find out what what is the pain that the social media use is covering. For many of us, we create this these fictional lives on social media. We're not happy with our relationship. We're not happy with who we are. But we put on these beautiful pictures of the perfect marriage. We're on this perfect vacation. Or my spouse and I, we are so loving. And so what social media does is that create it creates this false sense of security or, or this false sense of happiness. And uh, people sometimes are self-deceived into feeling better about themselves, at least momentarily. It's like a drug with someone uh, who use alcohol to, to escape. The problems are still there the next day. But for that moment when they are drinking, the world is a wonderful place. And so social media use is a bit like that, where people escape into these wonderland of the perfect marriage by posting this picture of being in an exotic place uh, on a vacation. But that doesn't solve. So I would say, if you're addicted, find out where the pain is in your life and deal with the real issues. Don't put on this show because you're just making yourself more and more unhappy. But not only that, you're making others angry as well because people are depressed when they see your picture of your perfect husband and this perfect vacation with his six-pack that is probably photoshopped and wondering, why can't my husband be like that? And they're depressed because they can't afford to be on this vacation and their their husband doesn't have a six-pack. And so it creates a lot of jealousy and animosity uh, between, not animosity, but jealousy, I should say, between others who are discontent. Contentment is the word I'm looking for, where people become discontented with their relationship. But today I also want to, to look at the scriptural, what, what, what spiritual needs are social media, so, is social media meeting. So the spiritual, spiritual needs are, I think, number one, this is the need to be known, as I have said before. And people have this sense, many people have this sense that, that they are not known, but they, that could be coming from a place of emotional hurt, where maybe they felt that they were a mistake, they weren't planned as a child. So this sense of being known is to say, I am important. I have worth. And social media through the post and people reading your post and seeing what kind of meal you ate last night by taking that snapshot of your restaurant at your food in the restaurant, it's a way of saying, look at me. 
I am important. I have worth. But the good news is that for those of us who are believers, or if you're looking for worth, a good place to find worth is in the scriptures. Jeremiah 1, 5 tells us, for example, that before we were formed in our mother's womb, that God knew us and planned for us. So if you're looking to be known, then social media is not going to fill that need. Uh, the, the God, the Christian God, uh, tells you that you're planned. Even before your parents were born, God had a plan for you to be here on this planet, and you are not a mistake. The other spiritual need that social media is meeting more and more is the need for confession. So I'll just read here a few of the confessions that have been posted. And this is in uh, an article from the Vancouver Sun, where the topic is social media grows as a confessional. And in this article in the Vancouver Sun, I'm just going to read a few of this. And and, in, in 2013 in Florida, a 31-year-old Derek Medina allegedly confessed on Facebook to murdering his 26-year-old wife and also posted a photo of her bullet-ridden body. So people are so disconnected from God, they're disconnected from the God who can forgive, and they have this need that they're weighed down by guilt and they need to tell someone about what they have done. So this article is saying more and more people are turning to social media as a platform to confess to their wrongdoing. In 2013 in Ohio, a 22-year-old man admitted on YouTube to killing a man in a crash while he was drunk. In, in the in the three and a half minute video, Matthew Cardle, twenty two, says he drove the wrong way down a highway directly into oncoming traffic, striking and killing a six to one year old man. And so you have this man; he's tormented by what he has done. And whereas in 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 days past when people were more connected to their churches, this would be told to a priest. People are now going on social media and pasting their confession. In 2012 in Virginia, 15-year-old Kashley Hines was charged with murdering a 13-year-old boy after allegedly confessing in a Facebook message to the victim. And and quote, I'm quoting here what he says, I didn't know I was going to kill you. I swear to God I didn't mean to kill you. The court heard. What I am trying to say is that I am sorry. So here you have this young man who has done this wrong and he's confessing to it on Facebook. So social media has become, is in some way, a counterfeit replacement of the God who forgives, the God who calls on us to confess our sins and says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and and just to forgive us. But I also wanted to talk a little bit about prophecy and social media. One of the prophecies about social media, I think, is found in Daniel 
12, 4, where the, Bible, where the Bible tells us that knowledge shall be increased. And social media, we have knowledge at our fingertip. And so Daniel's prophecy that in the last days, knowledge shall be increased is fulfilled. But another prophecy that I think a lot of us missed that just came to me as I read this scripture over again is in Hebrews ten twenty five, where it says that we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves, even more so as the day approaches. What that scripture could be telling us is that in the last days, people are going to have a tendency to not meet in person with other believers. And so, and so it's, it's a warning to us that social media should not replace our need to meet physically with other believers. So I see time is quickly going on and I have to wrap up here for today. But remember, you can contact us at, at elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. Or you can call us at 1-877-544-3546. Until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services, praying that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart.